Hey, everybody. So, we're going to be starting a new book series in this podcast. Since I uh, had finished the It's Your University of the Power to Make It Happen by Ashley Eckstein uh, last time. So, uh, today we'll be starting the Grimm's Complete Fairy Tales from the Brothers Grimm. Uh, that is what the... The cover says, uh, it doesn't give a specific author or anything, but, uh, this book is the original tales from the Brothers Grimm, uh, so there's been a lot of translations and a lot of different, um, variations of the, the fairy tales, the Grimm's complete fairy tales, but... Um, this is one of the very original translations in English, um, and it it stays pretty close to the very original um, by the Brothers Grimm. So, I had done this book by uh, a one of my adopted sisters uh, and her boyfriend for uh, Christmas slash birthday, um, and. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to reading this birthday slash Christmas gift. And as I think I've mentioned in past podcast episodes, I say it like that because my birthday is four days before Christmas. Uh, but uh, it looks, it's a pretty thick book. Um, and if you get the book, if you look at the book in person, it looks kind of like an encyclopedia um, or small dictionary. Uh, and, uh, I, I really like the colors. It's dark red and black um, colors. It reminds me of my D&D dice um, because my D&D dice are like the a similar kind of red and black colors because my uh, original D&D character that I made is kind of a demonic character and, and I chose those colors for the dice to kind of like represent him, but, uh, that's what the colors of the cover reminds me of uh, for this book, and, uh, when you open it inside, uh, it shows a picture on the, on both the left and right side of the first opening of it, of, uh, this owl, the detailed picture of an owl, like, not a real-life owl, but, like, an like a drawing of an owl in the woods, and it's pretty cool. Uh, and then, then you open it again. It says Grimm's Complete Fairy Tales, and this is where you get a little bit more details about uh, the making of the, these. This particular translation. So it says Grimm's Complete Fairy Tales, and then below that it says Translation by Margaret Hunt, Introduction by Ken Mondashin, Ph.D. I may have pronounced his last name wrong, but, uh, and then below that it says Canterbury Classics San Diego, but, uh, so this version of the tales, this translation of it to English comes from Margaret Hunt, which is brought up in the introduction, uh, at one point, and so I did read the introduction, uh, today for this, for this book, um, I, and I am definitely looking forward to starting the first fairy tale next week. Uh, but it was a very educational introduction. 
Um, and I was surprised at how educational it was. I didn't expect to get a very educational introduction. And I know usually in the introductions you'll learn a little bit about the author and stuff like that. Um, but um, this introduction was very historical because the Brothers Grimm, the Grimm Brothers that came that first originally came up with these fairy tales, um, they were alive in the late 1700s, early 1800s. Uh, and so, um, so it was very historical. And I just want to say before I, I talk a little bit about the introduction, this book has over, has over 652 pages worth of fairy tales. And not only that, it has 201 regular fairy tales and 10 children's legends. So altogether, it's 211 different stories in this book throughout 652 pages. So this book will definitely last me uh, at least till the end of this year, especially if I'm only reading one chapter a week. Uh, so it'll probably definitely overlap into 2021. So I'll be going through this for a while. A lot of cool stories that I'm looking forward to, cool, creepy, scary stories that I'm looking forward to going into. Now, the introduction, like I said, was very historical because of the time period. Uh, you really got to know the brothers. Um, and uh, so, like, the, the start of the introduction talks a little bit about how there are so many different translations to this, uh, to these fairy tales, different variations, because... Uh, these were created over 200 years ago. This is a really long time ago. Uh, it goes into talking about what is a fairy tale. So you, you hear different, uh, you read different, um, different, um, what's the right forward for it? You, you read different, um, read di different facts slash ideas about uh, what people think of when they think of fairy tales or what fairy tales are. Um, and, uh, so there's a lot of good descriptions of what a fairy tale is. Um, and, uh, and they do a lot of, they, they'll say a lot of different German, uh, words in there because the Grimm brothers, uh, came from the German state at the time. Um, and, uh, and give the translations from the German words, which is pretty cool. Um, and, uh, and then, then there's even a Latin translation. So like, uh, like, so I'll re read this little bit right here. It says, it seems obvious to say that fairy tales have a fantastical element, in other words, magic, but this important ingredient often comes in thanks to magical beings like fairies, such, so, so what is a fairy? The world ultimately comes from, the word ultimately, world, the word ultimately comes from the Latin fata or fates, meaning in the broader sense spirits. So, um, so the, the, that was in regards to, um, into, in fairies. And it does, um, when it talks about fairy tales, it does talk about fairies and how some people, a lot of people may think of fairies like the Disney fairies, like, all happy, but fairies can also be mentioned that fairies can also be really scary as well. Um, so that 
there's a section about giving, talking about what a fairy tale is, and then it goes on to talk about the lives of the Grimm's brothers, Jacob and Wilhelm Grimm, uh, the two that came up with the fairy tales. It ta- you learn a lot about their childhood, how they grew up, uh, what was going on in the world at the time, uh, the, the political things going on in, in their state, uh, the wars that went on. Um, and uh, so it was very historical, very like taking a history lesson through this, reading this introduction, uh, learning about the wars that were going on at the time and everything and how it affected the people. Um, and, and then it w- goes on to talking about uh, the reinterpretation more and legacy and considerations for modern readers. Um, and, uh, and that's the last part of the uh, introduction. But uh, yeah, I want to read a couple of things uh, from here. And uh, so, let's see. Um, okay, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, so I'm going to read a couple of different passages from uh, this part of the introduction, uh, just to give you an idea of what what you can look forward to uh, from this. So, this brings us to something that modern readers encounter these uh, these tales in their original form for the first time must bear in mind. These stories are rather gruesome by modern standards, with children who get hurt or disfigured or who die by disease, accident, or violence. However, we must understand this in context. Many of the themes in fairy tales are based on the realities of living in a world before modern medicine or agriculture, and where being poor meant more than having limited access to fresh produce and meant not eating at all. Our ideas of protecting children are modern. Are modern. In the past, children were seen as miniature adults who had to work for their keep as soon as they were able. Many didn't survive childhood. Three of the Grimm brothers' nine siblings died in infancy. To lead children into the forest to die because there's not enough to eat seems unthinkable to us in an age which supermarkets are filled with food and state agencies take care of abandoned and neglected children. However, in a society with no strong central government, this was a scarily believable situation. It's no wonder that food and middle-class home comforts feature so heavily in many of the Grimm's tales. Um, and then, also like to read this passage here as well. Um, the very last paragraph. So, uh, whether or not the kinder and Holschmarchen, uh, the some of the German words which I probably butchered. Uh, so whether or not the Kinder and Holschmarchen are examples of the German national spirit and unconscious, they are certainly documents of the lives and times of the Brothers Grimm and of their search for freedom. The stories must be judged in their own context and as important historical documents. They are, in other words, exactly what the brothers intended them to be, a window into an earlier age, and one of the means by which our own world was created. So, uh, that's just to give you a little idea there. Um, So, I've learned a lot today just from reading that introduction. Uh, I really look forward to getting into these fairy tales. 
Um, and, uh, and so, and it's, it's interesting too, because, um, one of my adopted mothers, um, uh, you know, growing up with, with that family, uh, she had told us some of these stories, which I'm, I'm sure, uh, maybe in this book somewhere with all these pages of fairy tales. So it'd be interesting to come across them and, and how many of these stories that I've, I've heard different variations of, you know, in this time of, in generation, this, this time frame that I'm in now. And, uh, just, it's really interesting to read. Uh, so just like normal, I'll, I'll be going through one chapter a week, um, one fairy tale a week, um, what I'll do different than what I've done in the past with the Star Wars book, um, the Actors Light book, and the and the book by Ashley Eckstein, how I just I I gave a, a summary of what I read and my thoughts in those. Uh, what I thought I might do differently, and for this book is I'll read each fairy I'll read each fairy tale. Um, in each podcast episode and then give maybe some brief thoughts afterwards. Um, so the way I figure I'll do it is I'll read the fairy tale in my own time and then read it again for the podcast um, and, and and give my thoughts. And, and it might be even easier for me to give my thoughts after reading it a second time with the podcast. Um so I'm really looking forward to that and, um, until next time.